first American? You are the first American. Am I? Because yes, I listen you to are. some and all the ones I listen to, yes. I'm like, yeah. Yes, you are the first American. On this week's show, I'm speaking with the amazing Nikki from Purewood Floors in San Francisco, California. She's a second generation female flooring installer. She's a mom of five. She's a businesswoman and she's an all round superwoman. Please enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe and give us five stars. Welcome to the podcast, Nikki. Um, you're from Hi. Purewood Floors and you're from sunny California. Yep, San Francisco Bay Area. And you are um, on Instagram and that's how we came across each other, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So yes. Um, yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, Nikki, and about Purewood Floors. Uh, we're from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, we work primarily in San Francisco and just over the north uh, side of the bridge in Marin County. And um, my husband and I own the business together. We are both second generation in the trade. His father had a wood flooring business and long story, he started working for my father in the late nineties. I graduated high school in 99, didn't know what to do. I wanted to do with my life because who knows anything when you're 18. Um, And my dad one day just said, well, do you want to come to work? And I said, okay. And it was supposed to be um, a very temporary thing. Um, and it ended up being kind of permanent. And I met my husband and we immediately got put together as a crew, one of my dad's crews. And so we worked together. Um, I think we, I met him in 99, got married in 2001. Um, fast forward, um, we worked for my dad. I took a bit of a break to have children. Um, we have five together. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> juggling <laughs> juggling yeah. five as well as a yeah. business. Yeah. Okay. That keeps yeah. you busy. Yeah. Um, so uh, my husband continued to work for my dad um, while we kind of ran our own business on the side. Then my dad retired. Um, even like longer story short, um, we had trouble finding employees that would yep. stay. We had one. For a while, um, he was great, and unfortunately, um, he had to be let go, and we were stuck, and my youngest kid was just finally starting school, and so we were just like, why don't I come back to work, and that's kind of been the best it's gone really well. Well, it's difficult, but it's gone really well so far. And, and, then, and how old yeah. are your children, Nikki? So the baby is seven. So I've got three girls and two boys. So I've got a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 14-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 19-year-old. And the 19-year-old's in college and the other four are still home. So, Wow. Yeah. Okay. And what, so, what, so what age were you when you went into the business? Because when do you graduate high school? Was it graduate high Eight, school? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yes. Yes. So 12th grade, I was uh, 18. So, so 18. in 1990, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In 1999, I was 18. Um, and I, yeah, I graduated. So that's when I started pre, pre social media, pre a lot of things just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had, I mean, I'd gone to work a few times with my dad as a like younger kid, but, but really, you know, full-time regularly 18. So. And I'm guessing your dreams and aspirations were never really in 
wood flooring or were they is you know what was what was no. your background what, what did you want to do when you left uh, school so I want so initially I didn't know but at, while I was working for my dad I also attended college part-time because in my mind and just where the world was at this was not like this was not a trade one for women yeah two <laughs> um Two, you know, it was kind of at the boom of, you know, internet.com and everybody was being, I just remember in high school, um, it was just like, you've got to get a tech job. You've got to get a tech job. You've got to get a tech job. And that's that to be successful. Um, And so it just didn't seem like it was going to be permanent. I was just like, oh, I'll do this for a while. But I um, went to school a little bit for graphic design, didn't like it. Interior design, didn't like it. Um, then photography, which I love photography. And I did that for a while, just, um, while raising kids, I had a little, not, I wouldn't even call it a full-fledged business on the side, yeah. doing like family portraits and things like that when I had time <laughs> amongst <laughs> my children. Um, so, and that is still a love and passion of mine. I love photography. Um, and then once I came back to work, I realized, oh, I really loved this. I forgot how much I loved it. And I forgot, I didn't realize that I missed it so much. And I just love working. I mean, what it comes down to, I love working with my hands yeah. and being busy that yeah. way. And what is it about wood that you just love and that help, that makes you get up in the morning? About wood? Yeah. Um, so I love wood. Wood is just beautiful and gorgeous and you can do so many things with it. Um, and one of my favorite things, to do is one seeing the start and the finish of a project but I love taking something almost from nothing and creating something like a bare space nothing there clients want a beautiful wood floor and we can give that to them and then on the on the other side I love taking these old old and we don't even have old floors here compared to you guys like you know our floors are like 100 years old (laughs) you know not that old um but I love taking these old floors and just bringing the life back into them after they've been just beat up and, you know, abused. <laughs> yeah. So, and so, yeah. so give me an overview of what Pure Wood Floors is about and what do you do? What is your bread and butter? Um, what kind of okay. services do you offer? So uh, we primarily deal with wood only. We will do, occasionally we get like an LVP job, you know, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so mainly new install, sand and finish. Um, we do, sometimes we do pre-finish here and there um, when a client requests it. Um, but our real bread and butter here is uh, refinish and restoration of old top nail, okay. 516 top nail floors, which I don't think you have any we over don't. there. No, and- we don't. And yeah. I've learned, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you do and I, and I don't know, but um, uh, it's literally everywhere here. Um, it probably makes up about mm, 75% of our refinishes are 516 top nail, pretty much any, any home in San Francisco or the surrounding Bay area is going to have 516 top nail. I was was going to ask that actually, is that Mm -hmm. something that is prevalent right across the United States? So is that just literally San Francisco area that does that style? We have the most. We have the most out of anywhere in the country. There are a few other places that have it also. So up northern west coast into Oregon and Washington, you might find some east coast. And then there's other places like Kentucky, Ohio, um, 
and a few other areas that have it, but we literally have the most. And uh, it was just kind of when the housing boom happened in, I guess, early 1900s, um, every home that was built was just top nail was put in. That was just part of the process um, until the 1960s. So if your home is before 1960, then it either had or has top nail. And so here. for anybody, I mean, I'm guessing our equivalent would be, um, we, we do a, a face pin. So this is a face pin nail down batten yes. system. Yes. It's similar to that, isn't mm -hmm. it? So yes. what's, what is the process? What's, what makes that difference? So it, it is literally top nail through the boards, yes. face, yes. face nailing into. Yes. So I'm guessing you don't have kind of concrete subfloors or anything like that is it all what not in the old homes it's all it's all wood wow. so it'll be um once you get into like the 1950s it'll be actual plywood often but usually it's a one by six plank subfloor okay. or in the case of um, a lot of homes in san francisco are um uh vertical grain fur okay mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 that just and that's right over the joist and so that's the that's the subfloor and then um, top nail would be laid on top so not so newer homes will have you know cement slab right okay depending on, yeah yeah mm -hmm. and I'm guessing yeah. is that is that part of the new market that's coming in are they um is that where you do more of your pre-finishing is that your pre-finished products that are going into those properties or yes so cement oh, I'm trying to think we have done a top nail floor over cement but we had to like install a floating subfloor it was a whole it was a whole thing mm -hmm. not my favorite thing but yes mostly um you know the engineered products are super popular right now uh wide plank euro oak and so um often on uh over cement we're doing um these wide plank engineered glue downs yeah but the cement we don't have a lot of cement subfloors here okay. it's not as yeah, it's not as common. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, well, you are sat on a tectonic plate, aren't you, as well? So, yes. Uh, uh -huh. That's potentially the reason why, I would think. Um, yeah, I don't, you know what? I actually, like, I've never actually, I've, I've never thought about it, um, but it's most, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fascinating what gets, what building practices happen where yeah. and what becomes popular. I've been but, um I've been to San Francisco. I've been um I was there for about a week. Um when was it? In uh must have been two thousand. Must have mm -hmm. been I went traveling. Mm -hmm. Um I went traveling for six months on my own and San Francisco oh, wow. was one of the places I went. Yeah. And um I yeah. absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved yeah. it. And um myself and one of the girls that was also traveling on um on her own, it was she was going one way around the world and I was going the other. And so we yeah. met, we, we were able to actually bump into each of the two locations and one of them was San Francisco. So we oh, did. that's amazing. Yeah. So it was, it was great. And you know, it, it's just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so the houses and the homes around there are just, mm -hmm. are just to die for. Yeah. We work in a lot of old, old San Francisco homes and it's, yeah. And people I love say Mrs. Doubtfire home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some famous, yeah, there's some famous homes. Um, yeah, there's the Mrs. Doubtfire home and then there's the, it wasn't the actual home for filming, but the show full house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The sitcom full house, the, um, the Victorians that were used as the front, yeah. like this is the house. Is San Francisco. Yeah. So is that the kind of style of homes that are predominantly the top nail? 
homes, those. Yes, 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 yes. Those old homes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of your work and if anybody else Mm -hmm. hasn't seen some of this, is it Miss, is it um, at Miss My Hardwood? Is that the? Miss My Hardwood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh If you, if you go and have a look at some of your work, it's, it's absolutely breathtaking. You've got some unbelievable skills. Um, and you know, I think for the most part, I mean, I've been, um, in the wood industry now for, um, coming up 18 years mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. myself and my husband both start, my husband started the business and then I came yeah. on board so um those early days for us I think the most he would give me um was you know a, a roller and a brush to be able to do uh-huh. on the oiling <laughs> yes I don't yes. think he would ever let me get involved the way that you do yeah um, you know or he would um allow me to do a couple of passes on the belt sander yeah. and things like that it yeah mainly him mind you um that equipment is very heavy number of times he's yeah. brought his back out on those <laughs> yes yeah. you have to be really careful yeah, yeah I don't know I think because my dad when I started working for my dad he he just like I was just thrown into the I don't know what you call it the fire like yeah <laughs> um with all of he had a handful of guys um and so I I don't by that I wasn't treated any different I was like expected to do everything yeah like everyone else um and I stubbornly did. And uh, I had the like fortune to work with, you know, he, all of these old school craftsmen that, that he had um, employed. And I would get sent out with this guy and sent out with this guy. So I was able to glean like different things from each one. And each one to this day, you know, there's certain tricks that, that we do at work and we're like, ah, oh, that's a norm trick. Ah, oh, that's a wrap up trick. Ah, oh, that's a, like, yeah, like I know who I learned it from you know so yeah um, I've never heard of any of them term those terms before like what oh yeah the terms that you've just mentioned that I've never like I've never heard of them before oh, <laughs> oh they're named after men no no, no I was gonna say what people. yeah no 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 like uh so we had a guy named Norm uh, my dad's best childhood friend and oh, okay. he's affectionately right. called Uncle Norm and so I'm like oh that's a Norm trick you know we, oh, we named okay. them to the person we learned it from Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Over here, we actually, um, I think most people actually name their tools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, we name our, I don't think we've named our tools, but we've named, there's, there's certain tricks and techniques that we do that we've given. Oh, Not that okay. they're the person that invented it, but it's just who, who mm-hmm. learned it from. What's the, what's did. the most um, difficult piece of work that you've ever had to do? Is there, is there any particular, um, piece of work that you've carried out that has been really stand out for you that in either in intricacy or that's been ultimately special for you um I think anytime we we just did a job that um you might have seen it we did these French corner knots yes and not that there's anything particularly with the job that was incredibly I don't want to say difficult or backbreaking, but it was just a lot of, it was tedious, very tedious. There's no way to rush it. Um, That kind of work is the kind of work my dad kind of came up in the trade doing. And it was like a lot of it. Um, Now, because it's not maybe in fashion, it's not um, trendy. It's very classic and old school. We don't get it a lot of opportunity to do that brand new and so the recent one that we just did this client didn't already have this type of floor in his home or he didn't have french knots and borders um but 
the heir of the home would have had it possibly, you know, yeah. the, the style of his home. And he wanted to do floors that were in keeping with the, the style. And so he had us make these French knots. And that was, that kind of work is so rewarding. It's very tedious. It's slow. You cannot rush it. Yeah. Um, the jobs take a long time, but the end result um, is so satisfying. That, yeah. that is my favorite kind of work. And we don't often, we get to refinish and repair a lot of floors like that, yeah. but we don't often get to do them from scratch. And so that's always, I get excited about yeah about that kind of work yeah I think I read somewhere um, that you're the same as me that you really like um the appearance of of wood before it's finished that really raw uncrafted kind of finish I love that as well just yeah um when you can look at a piece of oak that's just that's just pure that's just got nothing else on it it's not being interfered with it's smooth and it's got its natural knots and its shape and its character yeah yeah and I where did I read that did that did I read that in a magazine that you'd done in a a publication it was maybe um I maybe it was I can't remember what I even said for the little blip in it was wood floor business yes magazine it might have been it might have been that um I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> it was yeah. something like that. And because I remember it. I remember when people are like me and they'll say, Oh, I really like yes. this. And I'm like, oh, I like that. And some people no. find I'm really weird for liking that, but I actually yes. do. I really love it. No, I love, yeah, wood in its natural state, not stained, natural, low sheen. I love that's why I love matte finishes on yeah. I love just just the natural the natural beauty of the wood and with the one that we were talking about before with the um with Mm -hmm. the french knots they are those floors floors that you do um technically um like a glossy finish are they are they usually shiny or are they still in a matte finish so the originally they would have been because it would have been oil-based well shellac or oil-based polyurethane um for this one we use, am I allowed to say brand names on yes. the yeah. podcast? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the, uh, the existing floors that were in the house um, had bona traffic on it. And yep. so we just, we just matched um, yep. what was there with that. So it's, I mean, there's some sheen, it's satin, mm-hmm. um, but some of the uh, older, so we, we just did a different job, a restoration remodel of a third floor um, partial new wood and then reworking a border and the floors had semi, like a semi-gloss finish yeah. and so we matched it and the the client wanted to keep the original feel and look of the floors and yeah. so we matched it with a semi-gloss yeah yeah I'm yeah. finding a little bit now that um you know going back to that more traditional look of what mm-hmm. we're starting to see more and more here in the UK is oh, that people yeah people are wanting to see that really raw um natural you know yeah. um look rather than that kind of plastic um yeah and I'm and I'm actually getting more and more inquiries through for solid now rather than the um rather than the engineered and we got to a peak with that and it seemed to yeah. be that I would say 99.9 percent of people were asking for engineered floors and now we're wow. going back the other way again that people are now wanting solid um and we seem to go through that process you know every mm-hmm. kind of 10 years or so we keep going back on ourselves and then we'll go mm-hmm. back into a new technology mm-hmm. um what is what is it like in america at the moment what are the most prevalent most popular products in terms of wood flooring in I america would say so i can only speak for our area but as far as if we're going into a home and not restoring the original floors um 
people are wanting the wide plank engineered Euro Oak. Um, We just did a recent one, eight inch uh, engineered Euro Oak. And then often we're still, we still get a little like request for, um, I don't know if the gray stain ever got crazy. And it is. We call it Chelsea gray. (laughs) So we're still getting um, sometimes requests for, you know, a great, not full on gray, but just like gray tones, you know, just a little hint, you know, of that look, a little bit of a wash. Um, and often we do a lot of these wide plank floors with, um, Loba Invisible, yeah. which is that, and that's, that is one of my favorite finishes, but, um, often people, they just, they see that and they're like, this is exactly what I want. Yeah. Um, and that's a 2k product, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and I, yeah, it's really easy to work with. I love it. And it just really keeps that like just natural raw. Yeah look that I so, love so what what's next for you Nikki because you know are your children actually showing an interest in wanting to be in the business have do you involve them in your business anymore so a little bit so when yeah over the summer we had our our well it was motivated he wanted to buy something so okay. he had to work <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Which yeah. Often, yeah so he wanted to buy this VR thing um and so we're like okay you're gonna have to work and so he came to work and he, you know, wasn't terribly helpful, but you know, that's not really the point. Is it when you start yeah. to bring your kids to work, uh, it often makes uh, the job take longer. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but it was fun. Um, and then I've, I've, I've had my, my uh, two younger girls out on the job a few mm-hmm. times and they, um, they love, they love to help in any way, any way they can. But as far as an interest, um, and we, my oldest has never worked on a floor and it's definitely not her thing. And that's, okay. and that's, she, she's a writer and that's fine. Um, my 17 year old, um, strong young man, very capable, can do it, doesn't enjoy it. And that's okay. fine. Not, it's not for everyone, you know, um, out of all of my kids, it would probably be, um, my 10 year old would yeah. pick it up. Well, yeah. I can art like she's come out and she's just very natural with holding hand. Like all, I just, I watched her work and tearing out some wood flooring on a job. And I was like, oh, I was like you, it's just very natural yeah. to her. Yeah. She works well with her hands. She's a little artist. And, so. you know, I, I, I know this, the, the type of work that you do and you must have to keep in, in shape or does so the job keep in shape or do you have some tips it's for keeping a, in shape. Okay. So it's a little bit of both and it's really interesting. So when I first started, I was young, you know, yeah. 18, 19, 20, you know, early twenties. Um, and that job, like not, I wasn't out of shape. I had played sports, but as far as physical strength, not a lot, but you slowly gain it. And yeah. so it whipped me into shape pretty, right. pretty pretty quickly, just, you know, having to lug tools, bundles of wood, all of that, um, took a break, had kids. Um, and I've always been very active. Um, prior to coming back, I started CrossFit. Okay. And so I've been doing CrossFit for about eight or nine years. And once I started back to work, I realized, oh, I'm a lot stronger than I was when I was, you know, in my, you know, late teens, early twenties, early twenties, which was interesting to me because you know, now I'm 41 now and I'm stronger than I was back yeah. then, which is, I think a goal and, and maybe what we all want to be, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but I noticed that 
within CrossFit and learning to lift weights and um, barbells, heavy objects properly help has helped me one, not get injured on the job because I know how to utilize my body, the right muscles, the body position in order to lift things correctly. Um, but it's just made me stronger and have more stamina, you know, just with everything. Edging, whatever, like, you know, I joke with my husband, I'm also small and can like move pretty quickly. Like with, you know, I don't have a lot of body <laughs> weight to move. So yeah. I recognize that there's that, but, um, you know, I joke with my husband, like I could edge for days. I could, edge, I could just edge for days. Really? Because you know? that's probably <laughs> one of the things that finishes people off the quickest over here is the edging work. Yeah. It's just yes. backbreaking. It, your, yeah. it is backbreaking, but, and I, I feel like I used to have a harder time with it when I was younger. Um, but strengthening like leg muscles, glutes, all that, and then learning basically what muscles to engage to protect your back has been like really helpful. Um, my husband loves the edger dolly. He's, he's a bigger guy. He's not, he's not as, yeah, he's he's double my size. (laughs) He's double my size, but he loves the the edger dolly for his back. Um, I find I, I just, I can't edge as fast with it. I can't move as Okay. Fast, so I, I don't, I don't mess with it. Um, but honestly, the biggest thing is maintaining strength and fitness outside of the work. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably one of the things that mm-hmm. some of our listeners would like to hear because from, from experience as well, that it takes a lot of energy. So, um, yeah. you know, from personal experience, I know that you have to eat well and you have to, yeah. you know, you, you can get into serious issues. I think with eating too much whilst you're on the yes. job, how do you manage, how do you manage that? Do you, um, do you plan your, um, your food ahead of, ahead of work? What, yeah. how, how does that look? So, we, so, <laughs> And I, I think it's back in the day, we used to always pack our lunch to work. You yeah. know, when I first started, it was just, we made lunch from home, packed it. And now, and I don't, I think it's just because we're so busy with children and life. Yeah. We don't, we're terrible. We do, we should, because um, it's more cost efficient, but we don't. Um, and so we either will, one of us will leave the job to go grab food or we, um, DoorDash. Do you have DoorDash over there? No. What's, what's it's uh, it's like food delivery, like Uber Eats. Do you have? Uber okay. Eats? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We it's deliver the same room. thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we we usually and we sometimes argue over it because it's more expensive to DoorDash because there's the added fees. But my logic is always like, but then we're still working. Yeah. While we wait for our food, so it's either drive somewhere and get food, you know, and take that time, or just yeah. order it, and I'd I'd rather um, do that. So that's, yeah, we, because it's just the two of us, we don't have like scheduled breaks. Yeah. Like we don't take like a 10 o'clock break and a set lunchtime break. We just kind of work, order yeah. food, eat and keep working. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and how do you share the responsibilities of the business between you is the very, very set roles that you do within the business. And is the set roles your husband does? So I wouldn't call them rules, but just rules that we've naturally fell into. And um, he takes care of scheduling and estimates. And part of that is because that's what he's always done, like while I was not working. Um, And it's also the part of the job. I go on, I I, I will go do estimates with him, but um, he's the salesman. He's, He's definitely, yeah, yeah. And he's naturally good at that. That is something I don't think that I, um, I'm, I'm not as good. He's really good with people and really good with talking with people. And I'm 
a little more introverted and prefer to be like behind the scenes. So I always I kind of joke that he keeps our, as far as our business and family, he keeps the work schedule. Sometimes I'm the last to know when stuff has changed, you know, <laughs> in our schedule. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I keep the, the kids schedule, you know, so we have, that's how we separate those roles. As far as actual physical work on the job site, there's we're we're completely it just interchangeable interchangeable um, all pitch in just do what you need to do yes yes and so and sometimes it just depends on like what we feel like doing like oh do you feel like edging today how do you, how is your body feeling you know it's like whoever's body feels um <laughs> usually does the edging <laughs> yeah so who stretched um, the most today <laughs> yeah yeah is your back a little tweaky today okay you don't edge today um so yeah, as far as there's things that we naturally um, not gravitate to that are, I think, naturally maybe better at just um, sometimes detailed repair work. If there's like a problem needing to be fixed, um, we sometimes joke or I've joked that I'm the Ray Donovan of our trade. I'm the fixer <laughs> so, without yeah. the baseball bat and without the violence. Um, uh Apologies for no one who's watched that show and doesn't get that reference. <laughs> but, um, so often if there's like a problem, a, a repair, whatever, like he, uh, my husband will automatically like, you're doing, you're doing that. Um, I have the patient, I have a little more patience with stuff okay. like that naturally. And I think, I don't know if that comes from, I hate to gender things or, but being a mom, I don't know. And having to deal with definitely really, really, um, practice patience so um things on the job don't get to me that might be frustrating to my husband I have a lot um more tolerance for the yeah. frustrating <laughs> yeah. yeah when things aren't going right or whatever and I and I really do think it's from my years of, of being home with small children yes <laughs> yeah so I'm guessing at the minute do you do you come to work now for a break some so Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes this is in yeah and I don't I are you a mom you have children I am yeah yes, I've yes. got two boys so one, mm -hmm. okay so I yeah I I mean sometimes just that a car ride alone by That's yourself amazing. yeah it's it's magic with just mm -hmm. music and or a podcast or whatever um yeah so it is it, it's interesting and it's not to take away anything from the trade because the trade is very difficult but sometimes like just that the physical labor mm -hmm. is easier than all the mental, emotional yeah. stuff that gets wrapped into motherhood and parenting I get and that. all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's exactly it, isn't it? And we had, uh, we recently had mother's day a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, not last Sunday, the Sunday before. And um, my husband had said, um, oh, well, you can't do that today because we have to spend all day with mummy. And I said, no, we don't need to no. spend all day no. with mummy. No, no, no. Just mummy, <laughs> mummy just needs to be left alone for an hour. That would be amazing. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I get that completely. And likewise, when I've done um, site work recently, um, mm. because I'm, I'm pretty much, I would say, most of my time now is spent behind... Um, not out on site and yeah, yeah. Um, is spent on the other side of the fence. When I do get the opportunity to go out on site, mm -hmm. I actually really enjoy it. I really yeah. enjoy just being in my own zone, helping other mm -hmm. people and just seeing things mm -hmm. progress um, and just getting hot and just 
getting in there and just doing it, yeah. it everything else disappears and I, it's a yes. bit it's just a nice break sometimes to do that yes. um and it's yeah. quite therapeutic um yeah. I wouldn't say that everybody would think that but I think as a mother um yeah it generally it does mm-hmm. feel like that sometimes with that definitely part of it is the movement it's just physical the physical movement of yeah. the job is it's almost like um when you go to the gym to work out just that physical movement and exercise yeah. you know just getting your blood pumping and all that yeah. um helps you mentally it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah i want to say the biggest break though uh when covid hit over here and everything was locked down and all of a sudden within it was like my kids were in one school or in school one minute yep and then oh we're going to be homeschooling for two weeks. That's all. And then we'll be back. That's what yep. we were told. Um, <laughs> that was what was promised. <laughs> yes. So it didn't quite go that way. So, okay, great. So all of a sudden, all your kids are home. And because it happened so fast, the schools didn't have a plan in place yep. yet for homeschooling. And the teachers did the best they could. And it, But what it involved was them you know, there were, there were some Zoom times, they set up a little bit of Zoom classes, and then at least for our kids' school, it was on the parents primarily to facilitate the yep. work. And so here I am, granted, my high schoolers were self-sufficient, thank goodness, um, but my, I've got a kindergartner, and then yep. I had, it was second grade, and then was in sixth? sixth grade, yes, at the time, and I'm facilitating all this yeah. work between and I was like one hats off to teachers two I've never wanted to be I don't think I'm a good teacher I've never yeah. wanted to be a teacher I've never <laughs> wanted to homeschool yeah. and all of a sudden we're forced into this so that school day would last until about one o'clock yeah and then I would go to work yeah and and after doing that all you know at home all day and trying to like facilitate in our tiny house with all these kids on screen going to work was the biggest like just relief (laughs) break oh my gosh and I look back at that portion and I'm just like I don't know how I mentally um survived I don't know it was it was a lot it was unexpected and we had no prep um thankfully the following school year they things changed even though we were still at home um it was less parental run they kind of streamlined there which was better but they just needed time to get that and how much how much downtime did you have Nikki when um COVID hit so we we had none we so fortunately we're in a business that we were able to keep working and because we are small and there was only the two of us um and most of our job sites are empty often it's it's people who, you know, they, they move out while we're doing the floors or, um, it's a brand new build and, or I'm sorry, brand new home purchase. And so they haven't moved in yet or it's a construction site. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to keep working and we got, that was, you know, we got busier than we got busier than ever. And so because my schedule changed with when I could be at work, um, and I wasn't coming until the afternoons, uh, we would often work until through the evening just okay. to keep, just to keep, it was just 
seven days a week, just bananas. And, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm guessing that the older children I, yeah, were child, were child, care, <laughs> child care for, so I'm guessing that the, when you were doing that, the older huh. children would then become the child minders for the younger children. Yeah. So it worked quite well, yeah. but I can yeah. imagine if you didn't yes. have them, it would have yes. been a bit more tricky. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what we would have done. It, it, it would honestly be me probably not working or I do have family close by. My parents are still, you know, they live close, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It was just, that was, yeah. Cause my oldest was a senior in high school when okay. COVID hit. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I relied on my two oldest yeah. heavily. Yeah. And I still do. I still do. Like I will often pick them up at the end of the day from school and I have to go back to job, the job for a couple hours. Um, and my oldest is, you know, he's 17. The yeah. oldest at home now is 17. So they're home. They're left to their own devices for a few hours. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And I'm just going to pick up on here. Something. I'm loving your t-shirt yeah. that you're wearing right now. So if oh. anybody can't see this, we've got um, a t-shirt um, which has got red oak and white oak and maple and hickory and cherry and, and so yeah. on. And did I see somewhere that you've got your own little clothing line? Did I see well, that? What is I that? Call, it's, it's not cool, a clothing though. line it's because really I'm, cool. I'm, <laughs> it's a, we have a threadless shop, which is, okay. um, you look at pure or I think the link is in my bio on my Instagram. It is because that's how um, I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just this is also a quarantine thing, just out of like because okay. there was nothing extracurricular to do. <laughs> we were work and stuck at home. Um, so I just decided to make some shirts for us, and it started with just like our logo, you know, just our yeah. our name, and then I just started like thinking of things to put on the shirts. And I just, this is just, which one is this? A list of wood species. And then I have one that's an exotic list of wood species. And yeah. then um, my favorite one and the one a lot of people liked and ended up buying was I did the floors in that house. Because I that, that is some, so that is something as a child, I grew up hearing my dad say, we'd be driving somewhere. And he's like, I did the floors in that house. I did the floors in that house. Yeah. And and then we do it, you know, my husband does it and our kids probably roll their eyes. Just like, That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, yep. Great mom and dad. Um, and so I just put that on a shirt and I, I guess that's a phrase that everyone. And I didn't realize, but it resonated with people. And so, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I just, because I'm lazy and, and don't have time to make like a quality shirt or whatever. They're just on threadless. I love them. Um, I really love them. You can order them whatever color you want, and I don't have to deal with anything. And apparently, I haven't even set up where I get any residuals from it. I haven't even taken the time to make an account on that. I'm just like, I made the designs. Maybe someday I'll do that. I don't even know how many we've sold. No, they're really good. They're really good, and I'm sure a lot of people look at them. I was thinking, oh, I could do that. That looks really good. I would actually wear them. And that you say all the time. Um, When we go places as a family, we'll walk in, and the first thing we do is look at the floor. Oh, yep. oh, they need a bit of work on here. Yeah, oh, yeah, that needs yeah. a bit. Oh, that could do with a recut, you know, everywhere yes. that you go. Um, it's a bit sad, really. And the same with them yeah. um, on your on your mobile phone, you'll have um pictures just scrolling through the pictures and it'll yeah. be picture after picture of floors. It yeah. must be so yep. boring for anybody else that's looking at I know it. there's nothing exciting on my on yeah. my phone <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> apart from a floors. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a hard disappointment when I pass and they look yeah. at it. 
exactly. <laughs> um, for you, what's the biggest challenge in the wood flooring industry um, at the moment? Uh, right now for us at the moment is keeping up with the work. And that is like the volume of work because yeah. we have, which is a blessing and we are grateful because the flip side is even worse, obviously. But um, for us, it's keeping up with the work and it, in our area, it's really hard to find people who want to do this yeah. type of work. So we would love to hire um, one or two people and train some people, but yep. can't it, that, that can't find them. We have two guys um, that have other jobs, both in construction and on the weekends, they will often work with us. Okay. Um, and we would love to have either of them full time but they, they have, they're, they're already employed. So it's, it's, it's that yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is not uncommon other places, but here it's a big problem. It's exactly the same here as well, Nikki, to be honest, mm -hmm. that um, the, what we call it, the, the fresh blood, the young blood, is not yeah. coming through they're not wanting to come into the trade um yeah. or if they do they're falling into it like maybe you and I have um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or a second third generation and mm -hmm. um so it's it, and it seems to be um it seems to be a dying trade and that's probably one of the mm -hmm. biggest things and it's interesting that um and I don't know whether you are in this group or not the um um women in the flooring industry group that um is um is on, on Facebook the Facebook I'm not. You're not, I'm not. You need to get in I there. Should, I'll invite you. I should you. join. You should okay. join in invite there. Invite me. Okay. It's quite an interesting group. And actually, they're, they're all saying exactly the same thing, that the biggest issue that they mm -hmm. seem to be facing at the moment is lack of um, lack of new skills coming through, um, which is which is a shame. And that worries me slightly. It yeah. does worry me. And you think, oh, is this going to be, um, is this going to be a dying trade? It can't be because people always need flaws. Yeah. Always. It's yeah. just that, you know, when, we, when we're in our 60s, 70s, 80s, we're definitely mm -hmm. not going to be able to do it anymore. No. So well, and I've seen next. some, my dad, I think my dad works. He's almost, does he turn 70? He might turn 70 this year, but he worked past 65. Wow. You know, and it was, yeah, but it it's hard. I mean, that long, and he started in the 1970s. So, okay. and he's in surprisingly for the amount of years that he spent in the trade he's in pretty good shape wow. I think compared to some he's still got his knees and his back and <laughs> hikes and Luckily. outdoors but <laughs> but he he does yeah uh you can only really do it at the volume in which we do it for so many years I yeah. think everyone has a point um even if you're mentally still 100% there where maybe your body won't be able yeah. to keep up and we need um younger people who I, it's interesting I think there's so many people out there that don't even know that they would like it or yep. or have it be enough that that's what I think I think um like I fell into it I would have never gotten into this trade if my dad wasn't in the trade yep. there, it would have never even crossed my mind that it was an option mm -hmm. or that I might even enjoy it or be decent at it um it's such and a I specialist remember, trade yeah. isn't it as well a really specialist skill and as yeah. It really is. And we've had people say like, oh, like, why can't you just hide? Like, oh, I've talked about this problem with people I know. And I was like, oh, like just this person. And, and I'm like, maybe would 
could work with you or, or I could help out and do some jobs. And, and I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just like, we need someone who wants to stay long-term actually invest and learn. And it's not a trade that you can just send someone out on their own to do a job right away. It takes a long time to get to that um, in my opinion, unless someone's like naturally just gifted, I don't know, um, to get to that point, it takes a lot of investment in someone to get them to the point to where you can have them doing a job by themselves. I agree completely. And I think, um, Mm -hmm. this has always been a thing as a flooring specialist. The one thing that's always struck me as strange is that the wood market in particular, the DIY wood market is really, really, um, popular. And, Mm -hmm. It's not that easy to do a DIY project on wood flooring properly Mm-mm. to the skill that it properly. deserves. And that's the thing, isn't it? Properly, yeah, <laughs> properly being the, yes. the key word there. It's possible to do it and do it to a good standard. Yeah. Being the difference between um, a DIY installation per se and a, and a proper installation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is completely worlds apart. Yeah. But it's how do we educate people um, as flooring specialists on um, on that level of skill that's required to mm-hmm. do it properly? Yeah, it's it's one of those that I don't I don't know whether there is a way of being able to educate pro- mm-hmm. educate people on that. I mean, there's I mean, there's obviously like the trainings and schools you can go to. It's either that or you need to learn it from someone. Yeah, who knows you know, like the way my husband and I, um, learned from my dad and, and, and his company, Uh, and that was passed down. Like he learned from several other older people. And that it's just that trick, that that trickle down of skills and using that. And at the same time, staying up to date with the, um, best practices and guidelines that are current. Yeah. Of those two, you know, a new product. Yes. And knowledge and all that, which, which is also like, that is one of the biggest, I think, benefits of being on social media Yes, with other, you, you see what other people are doing and, um, can ask questions and learn from each other. And, um, that's something that, you know, like my dad's generation of flood, they didn't, they didn't have that. They didn't know what the person, you know, down the road was doing yes. <laughs> on their jobs you know um that, that type social of envy wasn't there was it the social envy no, that people get now but, just definitely but it's not also right. eye-opening and fascinating like just even just being connected with you know uh in other countries you yeah. know seeing what and how they do wood floors and some things are night and day just with um and it's it's I love it it's fascinating yeah. I love that aspect of it and then discovering also that oh not everywhere has top nail floors we are weirdos here (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't know that for the longest time because it's just a regular floor yeah I think when I first saw you doing it I'm like what is she doing that is amazing I was so excited but I really everyone must go everyone must go over to your Instagram page and have a look and follow you because yeah your work is unbelievable so um I'm also on TikTok okay which is fun which is just Nikki Hardwood on TikTok Okay, so and TikTok's yeah. fun, but it's also very insidious, and so it's <laughs> much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can I can see that. Okay, so yeah. what what's the next for Pure Wood Floors? Oh gosh, the next is uh, on it. 
get through the next job. <laughs> I mean, um, honestly, our um, one of our goals is to find to get an employee like okay. at least one other person that is mm -hmm. like something that we as far as like we don't need a new tool we don't need a new this we need we need just another just another person to yeah. to train because um sometimes um it gets a lot with just the two of us and i think other people there's other smaller companies i mean small companies like us have its downsides the same with very large companies you know there's yeah. there's there's like a pick your poison type of situation um but yeah, that, that's our, that's what we need. That's like our biggest need right now okay. is, is that in my house is a mess. So, cause <laughs> I work too much. <laughs> and wouldn't it be nice as well if you could find a lady to do that? Yes. So we, it's interesting over, we, we had two people work with us part-time random, like for a little bit over COVID um, because they lost their, they weren't working out yeah. their other jobs and one was a woman um a girl we knew from the gym and she's amazing she's strong and all that but it just it just wasn't her thing it yeah. just wasn't it just and it was nothing and that's not that's not a knock it it's not for everyone not yes. everyone enjoys it you have to enjoy it and it's okay if you don't enjoy it yeah. you know it's okay if you don't want to do it um but it we had a blast working with her and um yeah, uh, I would love to have more women in the trade because we need more. We add to it, um, and we're completely capable. Like, there's no, there's, there's no, you know. Aside from, I joke, I'm like, uh, for my husband, I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I need you to open a container because I don't, <laughs> my hand isn't as strong. Um, and then, it, you know, sometimes lift some heavy things. There's certain limitations with just my body size. Um, it is what it is. But other than that, you know. Ah, but then there's always the positives the that you've already said as well, that yes. you're more nimble than him. I am. And, yeah, exactly. More flexible. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I, I always win the, win the prize of getting to stand in the small spaces because yes. I can, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm under the stairs. Uh, yes, yes. That's, that's under that low shelf in a closet or what, yeah. or what have you. Um, but what's, I think what's great is uh, being, can, there's I, I, more and more women, not in this trade, but just in all trades um, on social media. And that creates visibility yeah. where, um, you know, I've had women reach out to me and message me like, you just, I love what you do. Like, yeah, I can make you think I could do it, you know, and, and some of them like, oh, I want to go to work with my, my boyfriend does this work or whatever. I want to, you know, yeah. work with him. And, and I think seeing other women in trades and in these traditionally male roles, it, um, it inspires other people to want to do the same and think that it's even a possibility. Yeah. Um, because you know not everybody is built for being behind a computer and a desk job and Great. all that Absolutely. you know yeah. absolutely yeah. i yeah. couldn't agree yeah. more i couldn't agree more it would be amazing if we could see more women coming up through the trades yeah. there really isn't enough there isn't enough no and in fact if there is any female listeners out there that are also yeah. thinking of coming on to the podcast get in touch because um, mm -hmm. i absolutely love speaking to to women in this industry and finding out more about yeah. um so we're just going to finish this off because we mm -hmm. have been yet to be nearly for an hour so this is oh really, my goodness i know i know um, i so, ramble 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so interested. I'm so interested. So no, it's been really, it's been really, really nice speaking to you. Um, so as, as with all of our other podcasts, we just finish off on a bit of a quick fire, um, okay. quick fire on the end. Okay. So um, we'll just go through them. Sunbathing or skiing? Oh, sunbathing. Always. I'm from, I'm from California okay. and we have the snow, but I didn't grow up um, skiing or I've skied a couple of times and I don't really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being warm is much better. Um, yeah. Beer or wine? Oh, a beer. Beer. Um, plank mm-hmm. or herringbone? Mm. Oof probably herringbone we i wish we could do more of it but it's hard to it costs more and it's hard to sell so people on it i do about 90 percent of my installations are probably probably from um herringbone oh really? the so, complete opposite <laughs> so it's interesting like people we i mean we've done it but we will often get a request for it and the price difference okay. of the labor involved and they're like oh yeah, no, I get yeah. that. I understand. Um, yeah. Tea or coffee? Um, you know what? Uh, equally both. Okay. Equally Depends both. on the time of yeah. day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Equally okay. both. Coke or Pepsi? As long as it's got caffeine. Coke. Oh, Coke. Full fat if Coke. If I had to. Oh, yeah, diet. yeah. Coke. <laughs> oh, no, just regular. I don't, I don't really drink soda, but if I'm going to drink a soda, I'm okay. going to, I don't care about the sugar and all that. I'm going to have all the, all the uh. good stuff. And the big one, um, if you won $10 million today, what mm. would you spend it on? Ooh. I mean, not all of it, but I'd definitely buy a bigger house. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are, we are in a small house, lots of kids. <laughs> <laughs> you just um, need to marry some of them off and just start I reclaiming know. some space back. I know. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, that would be the first thing. And then travel. Oh, travel. travel! Is there anywhere in particular that you'd really love to travel to? I've never been to Europe, so I've never mm-hmm. i've I've been to the only other country I've been to is Mexico and mm-hmm. um, New Zealand. So that's yeah. yeah well, you so. should get you should get yourself over here and come and see come see some of the installations we do over here. I I'm know sure there'll be a lot of people um, that love <laughs> to show you as well. Ah, that oh, should I'd be on your, next, on your bucket list. You need to get that on I your know. bucket list. I know. Once the world is kind of settled down, I think. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, watch the pricing of that European oak because that European oak's going up in price. Uh, yeah, I know. You noticed. Know. <laughs> you can't not help yes. but notice on that one, can no. you? So. Well, anyway, um, we're going to sign off now. Um, but thank you okay. so much for coming on. Um, and Absolutely. if our listeners want to find out more about you, where can they find you? So I'm on um, Instagram and Miss My Hardwood, just M-I-S-S, and then My Hardwood. Um, my husband, we have separate Instagrams. His is Kiss My Hardwood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then I'm on TikTok at Nikki Hardwood, just N-I-K-K-I. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much yes. for joining thank us. Thank you so much. This and, was awesome. Um, yeah, no, thank you very much. And we'll Am speak I the to first you American? You Am are the first American. Am I? Because yes, I listen you are. to some and all the ones I listen to, yes. I'm like... Yeah. Yes, you are the first American. So, um, I'll, what I'll do is um, I'll invite you into the group that I'm in. So, okay. if there's anyone else that is listening that wants to be in the um, women in the flooring industry um, group um, that we've got on Facebook, okay. 
send me a message and I'll add you to the group and yeah we'll we'll pop this out share it and um if you're enjoying um the podcast don't forget to subscribe as well yes yes. okay all right I do I do thanks Nikki and we'll speak to you soon bye If you'd like to find out more information about what we do, you can visit our website at cockerellandco.co.uk. That's cockerellandco.co.uk. We also have an Instagram account, which is cockerellandco, and also we are on Facebook. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we look forward to seeing you here again soon.